The Listening for Clues team welcomes you to a four-part mini-series, Discover Advent in Everyday Moments, Finding Hope, Peace, Joy, and Love. We're using excerpts from our Good News podcast series with time for reflection. Let us start with prayer. Dear Jesus, help us focus on you during this busy season. May we stay aware of the joy you bring into our lives. We want to find you in the everyday moments and come with hearts of gratitude to your manger on Christmas. Amen. Our special guest today is Dr. Sharon Runge, who is the Executive Director of Kenya Connect USA, a nonprofit that's working in rural Kenya with the mission of enriching and engaging students and teachers. With 21st century skills through an array of programs at 63 partner government schools. In this position, Sharon works with Kenyan-led staff to develop partnerships, raise funds, develop and expand programs, and lead volunteer trips, which sounds interesting to me right off the bat. I was going to ask you what this has meant to you personally, but you just answered. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been it's been such a gift to me, and I'm so grateful that Tim invited me to go to Kenya and that I said yes. Sometimes when I reflect back on my experience with Kenya Connect, I think sometimes in our life we're offered opportunities, and uh, sometimes we say no just because we think it's too much of an obstacle, like, you know, will the kids be okay without me? Mike's working full time. Will he manage? Is this really the prudent thing to do? And for some reason, my inner voice said, go. And my husband was incredibly supportive. And and I went. And I never would have guessed at that point that this is where I was going to be and, and really become maybe the m- most important life work I, I've done besides raising kids. It's just been such a dream for me personally. When I've brought volunteers over, they feel like they're part of a Kenya Connect family. I mean, when we go there, we actually get Kamba names. And Kamba is one of the ethnic groups in Kenya. And the first visit when Reverend Rosemary and I were there, we went to visit our partner school. And there were 300 children there and we're being introduced. And all these children are looking at us, you know, sometimes when people from the U.S. come, it's the first time they've ever seen an American. And so we're, we're standing in front of the school and James Musioka says to the children, well, what should their combo name be? And suddenly there was this murmur with the children and they were all like chattering and suddenly a name comes forth. And I was given the name Mutanu, which means joyful. I think the whole time I was in Kenya, I never stopped smiling. Every volunteer that's come over to Kenya Connect gets a combo name. It's special to bestow something like that. In the next two minutes, reflect on these questions. What did you hear? What does this remind you of in your own life?
Today we have a special guest, the Reverend Henrietta Wiley. Henrietta is rector of Trinity Episcopal Church in Towson, Maryland. She is brilliant, which we all agree with, <laughs> funny, meaning she has a great sense of humor. I hope that's what funny means here. Yes. Also in your bio, Henrietta, you said you were fat, hmm. pink-haired, which I do see, middle-aged, you are a lesbian priest with the world's best spouse, whom we Indeed. also love, Mary, and two madcap cats who may make an appearance at any point during this uh, uh, presentation. Uh, having known you uh, for a number of years and having uh, uh, literally experienced um, very profound and deep joy, particularly when we were in our cathedral years, at the yes. Cathedral of the Incarnation, when we were at the altar together, you, you to me have always been just wrapped in joy and the personification of joy. And I'm just wondering if you have a, a word to say about to those of us like me, not Lauren so much, but me, who tend to take myself so seriously and want to know what, do you have a secret about that? How do we, yeah. All right, so this shocks me to hear, John, because as I recall, we needed to be separated at the <laughs> cathedral because we made each other laugh so much. <laughs> That's my memory. Maybe I made that up. No, you're right. So. You're right. It's true. <laughs> I, I remembered. So I, I consider joy to be a gift of the Holy Spirit. And, and it is rooted to me in a sense, an unshakable sense of God's love. An unshakable sense of God's love. And that, as Kingsley said, we have to love people but we get to love people. And when we do it well, it's awesome. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. And, and so it springs from a sense of being loved and from a sense of gratitude, a habit of gratitude maybe, which, is, which may be a little bit trite at this point, but when you realize how precious and wonderful everything is around you, even when things are pretty crummy, there's always something beautiful. There's always someone who says good morning to you at the right time, but most importantly, there is always Jesus. It is much, much easier for me to access that joy. I would say it's also connected to my vocation my sense of vocation, which is, um, as uh, some of you may know, um, I, I started out as an academic and my academic field of study was the history and literature of the Hebrew Bible. And I loved that and I continue to love that, but I felt hobbled. Um, and what I mean by that is that I was hopping around on one leg and I was missing a leg and I didn't know what it was and it was sacrament. It was, and once I started practicing my priestly ministry, it opened a floodgate of joy for me because worship is so real and powerful for me. Our forms which can be stodgy, but don't have to be. Our forms for me are exquisite channels 
of glory and love and power and presence of God. And so it makes it much easier for me to access joy, which I think we all have the capacity for, but remembering how loved we are, being grateful for that and allowing ourselves the vulnerability. Joy is a very vulnerable emotion, actually. So allowing ourselves to be vulnerable enough to experience joy is tremendously rewarding. In the next two minutes, reflect on these questions. What did you hear? What does this remind you of in your own life? Today, we have a very special guest with us, Markeisha E. Wilson. Markeisha is a human capital consultant, a leadership coach, an author, and an expert in change management. In her bio that she provided for a TEDx talk that she's given about forgiveness as a powerful tool in the workplace, this is how she describes herself. Being an authentic leader is difficult and especially difficult if you are a woman, even more challenging if you are a woman of color. She is a human capital professional with over 15 years of proven experience in strategizing and partnering with leadership teams to design and empower dynamic workforces. Markeisha is a leadership coach with a unique ability to ignite growth through challenge. 
She is an expert level facilitator and designer of highly rated interactive leadership and communications courses for adult learners in the defense and financial industries. So, you know, the, the other thing I'm kind of curious about, Markeisha, is you're totally unashamed about your faith. You talk about it in your book. You have quotations from scriptures. You paraphrase. <laughs> you, you have an NIV according to Markeisha, <laughs> something like that at the end of it. I know your faith has sustained you through so many difficult times. How, how else has your faith has your life experience or your faith as a Christian woman kind of informed your spiritual life? Yeah, it, it is. It is. My, my Christian walk is my whole hope for tomorrow. It, it's what gets me through. It's my source of strength. It is my blueprint for living. It, it is my source of joy. It is everything to me, right? If I can just tell you one little thing about the TED Talk, when there's a rule, you can't bring up God in a TED Talk. Wow. And they said that is one of the many reasons why TED Talks don't get published, because you can do one and they don't publish them all. I was I, I felt blessed that they published mine, but you cannot mention God. And at first I was like, I don't want to do it. How am I going to not say God? And I heard God say, listen, <laughs> you got to get the word out. This, these are ways to get the word out without getting the word out, right? People will watch mine and then they'll find me and then they'll find what's, what sustained me through my childhood, through trauma, through the death of two parents. You'll find that it was God that enabled me to become successful when I shouldn't have been. When I graduated college early, you'll find it was God that enabled me to be the only black woman in these spaces and be respected and make it through disrespect. You'll find that it was God in everything that I have done. So I took the opportunity to do the TED Talk to speak without saying God, but he's everything to me. I, you know, when he says I am, he was talking Markeisha, I am whatever Markeisha needs. That was just for me, y'all. <laughs> oh, thanks so much. I do want to just kind of, and I, I have it right here, Markeisha. This is oh, your book. That looks familiar. <laughs> it looks thanks familiar. So. It's yeah. called, it's got a very long subtitle, like most books have these days. It's called In yeah. the Climb Eight Audacious Actions to Overcome Life and mm -hmm. Climb the Corporate Ladder with Joy. There's that joy message again. In the next two minutes, reflect on these questions. What did you hear? What does this remind you of in your own life?
Thanks so much for joining us for this special episode of Listening for Clues. Discover Advent in everyday moments. You can find this and all our podcasts on listeningforclues.com. Peace and blessings.